Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, guys, this is revolutionary. I'm going live on Facebook and Instagram to talk about uh, Friday Q&A. It's all the things, right? I'm always so grateful for your questions that you sent into me. Hello at jessicastong.com. It's always so lovely to get your um, just your thoughts, your questions, all the above as it relates to this work. Um, And so I'm so uh, thrilled. We have two questions today. Um, What are your concerns about SMART goals? I teach and use SMART goals with my support staff um, and I've used this way of goal setting for years. Why are you now saying that you have another method that you use. And then I have all the anxiety and overwhelm as I have so much to do right now. What should I do? So welcome. I'm super excited. Let's get started on these questions. My goal is to keep this at 20 minutes. So I want to um, really dive into what happens in our brain when we set goals. And now you remember what it looks like. So you have, I always use this beautiful hand model of your brain. You have that primitive part of your brain that's what? Designed to seek pleasure. So like working on, on change and new goals is really hard and it takes a lot of cognitive energy. So your brain's going to be like, Oh, I just want to have fun and not work hard. So let's just do this. Um, That part of your brain is designed also to look for danger. And here's the deal. When we start changing, our brain has a different relationship. We feel like things are changing. We should panic. There's just being um, present like on social media and changing your business. That's dangerous. You're opening yourself up to failure, right? When you change your brain, it's like, I feel like I'm going to fail. And so I really want to invite you to really understand what your brain does. So here's this part of our brain, right? That's pleasure, um, avoid danger. We have the emotional response, the amygdala, the limbic system here. And then we have that prefrontal cortex. And that is where we think about our thinking, right? There's 11 executive skills, but that allows us to say, like, do I want this for my life? When that primitive part of our brain is going to say, this is scary, change is scary. You get to choose. In that moment, you get a choice and you will use that prefrontal cortex right behind your forehead to say, is this what I want for me? So I I just, when we understand that part of our brain is going to be afraid of change, and if you don't know that, and if you don't know the ways to work with your brain as you go about changing, if you don't know the way to like, have a thought, to ladder that thought, to, to, to ladder belief in yourself that it is time, it is self, it's effort, it's self-belief that matters, it's your understanding of your worth that matters when you go after goals. 
you're going to start coming against barriers in your brain. <gasps> Yay! And you're going to be afraid and feel all the feelings and that's just going to be overwhelming to you. And if you don't understand that you have this beautiful prefrontal cortex, right? To mediate that fear-based response and that emotional response to those fears, you won't understand that you have options. Your brain will just react. Part of what happens um, below, you know, in that prefrontal cortex is emotional control. And you're going to feel the feelings and all the fear and all the things. And you won't understand how to get that prefrontal cortex online to manage your thoughts and emotions around the results you want. And so as a cognitive behavioral specialist and coach, I teach you the tear process. And that is your thoughts and emotions create the action you take, which then gets results. But here's the deal. It's not action that gets results. It's your thoughts and emotions, really, that we work with to drive that action. I always say it's like it's like the law of attraction meets cognitive behavioral interventions, right? Or those behavioral interventions. And so my beef with SMART goals is that it's all about action. It's only about action, right? There's nothing within that that allows you to explore. <laughs> Jessica says um, on one of my comments that the tear process is kind of mind-blowing. It is, right? Because we are saying, like, it's not our actions. So many of us just want to hustle. We want to just do some new actions to get the results, to get our goals. And that will backfire. Just action and not looking at your thoughts and emotions that drive the action you take, it won't lead to lasting behavioral change. When you just look at your action, you're gonna rely on discipline and willpower and all the things, and it won't be long-term. You're gonna get burnt out, overwhelmed, anxious, all the above, right? So what we do in this cognitive behavioral tear process that I teach is, I didn't write it up there, is that we look at your thoughts that drive the emotions and those emotions drive you to take action. So if you want to take new action, you have to refine and redefine the emotion you want to feel and the thoughts you need to take. So when we look at SMART goals, so I'll remind you um, there's various things, but SMART goals are specific. I'm okay with that. Measurable, sure, yes. Attainable, wait a minute. Like who defines attainable? And what if you started setting goals that would blow your mind? Goals that are so outrageous and so audacious and so awe-inspiring that you can do anything, that you decide in your brain that you can do anything. So who is defining attainable here, sweet, sweet friends? That is one. Okay, so first beef, concern with SMART goals, A, it's all about action, which is, is why we are failing at our goals. It's not just about action. And I also want to say this, it's not just about your thoughts and emotions as well. So it's the combination of all those three things. 
Um, and I didn't come up with this. Please do not think that I am a revolutionary. I mean, I do love this, but these are principles from cognitive behavioral psych. Um, so I say that as, oh, Sudi, I love um, I say that as just, just as a, as a gratitude and tip, tip of my hat. No, what do you do? I, um, I tip my hat to you, um, to those that came before me and did this work. So, um, and then the fourth um, SMART goal is relevant. Like I, I always am like, but relevant to your life? Got it, fine. Relevant to your experience? Doesn't have to be. These have no application for what we now know about our brain. And then the other piece of SMART goals is time bound. What the what? So you're saying I have to complete it by this time or I, or then what? Then it's not worthy. It's not a worthy goal. It's not a good goal. It's not a SMART goal. What, what if you would be committed 100% or 1000%, you know, I'm an over, overachiever without, it doesn't matter as long as it takes for you to reach that goal. What, what would change in your life if you're like, I'm going to do this for as long as it takes. And I'm, it doesn't, oh, it doesn't have to be relevant. It doesn't have to be like, what if you could set goals that are outrageous and that they will change your life? And, and yes, it's not really about the goal or the achievement of said goal, right? It's about what your brain learns in the process. It's about who you become in the process. It's about how you change your brain in the process of that work. So I, I guess, I mean, I'm 10 minutes, it's nine, nine minutes in and maybe I should move to the next one, but I have to say this, when you learn, yes, outrageous goals. I think that we set ourselves up for failure ahead of time. Oh, yes, that's such a good question. Done by this time or what? Does that mean you fail? And then here's the deal, sweet friends. And this is what we're going to do in the um, getting goals that get results masterclass is I'm going to tell you, you're going to let go or declutter or edit all of the thoughts you have about goals right now that are not serving you. So many people come to me, clients come to me and they're like, I didn't, I never accomplished my goals. Like what? Who's, who says that? Who defines that? It's because we have these darn time-bound goals. And, and here's the deal. Oh, I love to talk about giving up on goals. Because what if you didn't give up? I mean, we can give up on goals. But what if your priorities or values shifted and you need to shift those, those goals as a result? Or giving up on goals, what does that say about you? It doesn't always say that we're bad or we're defective or we're failures. It might say deep down that we want something bigger, that we're willing to do what it takes. I love to use uh, my giving up on things, right? Because I'm not getting the results I want. I'm just someone, I didn't complete a PhD program, right? Now I know why, but at the time I was like, I only got my master. What? Because in my head, I have created an artificial expectation for myself about what is possible.
horrible for my life or what I should have achieved? What does it mean about me that I established boundaries and stayed true to myself, but at the time I defined it as something else? So I invite you to just start doing the work to see, like I love a good brain download, and write down all the thoughts you have about goals right now. What have you told yourself about how you achieve goals? Are you a goal getter or a goal setter and then giver upper? Just made those, those things up. So I want you to understand like what you have created in your brain about goal setting. What are you telling yourself right now? And why are you telling yourself that? So much of the work that we do in cognitive behavioral interventions is we say, okay, okay, like why am I telling myself that I don't achieve goals? Well, A, it's self-preservation, right? We want to not feel bad about who we are. We want to, in our brains, be, be good at what we do. So when we say, well, I'm just not someone who achieves goals, on some level that is protecting us, right? So I want you to acknowledge also that when you have that brain download and you write down all the reasons that you aren't achieving your goals right now, there's nothing inherently bad about your thoughts right now, but you might not want to keep them. They might not be serving you in this moment. They might be something that you need to release. And so how do you do that? And I, I take you through that process um, because I'm super passionate about like, you have to name it to then release it or name it to tame it. So often we wanna get rid of our thoughts because they feel gross or our emotions because they feel bad. And we don't do the work to actually release them. You have to feel it to release it. You have to feel it to heal it, right? I love that. Say it far too often. But we don't understand that we need to do the deep work first to let something go, to release it, because we're just going to keep it inside and it's going to build up and build up. And we want to put new things on top, but not actually want to do the work to release something. Um, so that's, that's a different ap approach to goal setting. And that's a different approach to the way we see our lives and the way we see our brains and working with our brains instead of against our brains. When we use smart goals, we fail ahead of time. We're like, oh, I need something that's achievable because I don't quite believe in myself. Now you can set goals that are appropriate for you and maybe we just changed the A to appropriate or something, but never ever time bound. Because that's saying it's either this or this. That's that all or nothing thinking. It's a cognitive distortion, right? It's either this way or this way. Where it's like, um, I often will find um, people who will treat God, like they're like, I need this to happen now. It's like the genie in the bottle approach. It's either my time or no time. So how are you living that? How are you being comfortable and confident in the belief that you will do and believe as long as you need to do? 
I um, have a three-step process for creating unshakable goals, and we'll do that in, in, in the master class. And so I just walk you through how you create an unshakable and courageous goal because you've got to wire it in your brain and you have to practice so hard the thoughts that will lead you to take the action to get results. You don't hustle anymore. That hustling is overreacting. It's like overaction. When you clarify your thoughts and emotions that you need, you take forward motion focused action. Boom, I need to take a drink really quick. I'm still on my COVID recovery. So I get so, like I get so excited that I get worked up. Okay, so that's what I have to say about that. I probably will come back online um, tomorrow, because why not? I love a good um, live, right? Um, and talk about um, our belief and our self, like belief and then goal setting. I have a, a grid um, that I wanna share with everybody and how that changes um, your experience. Like if you see that it's belief and your thoughts and uh, emotions, um, you can change the way you achieve like your goals and you get results. Because really it's about results, isn't it? But here's the deal, you cannot See your results or approach your results from a place of lack, it has to be from abundance, right? Oh, it's so exciting. Oh, yes. Oh, you're so, I would love to talk about it. Um, so the masterclass is in my uh, bio thing. I don't know the tech terms. You know, I'm, I just love psychology and coaching. But um, so it is a two-hour masterclass. Uh, where you can get coached, you can, I have an action guide, but more importantly, it's a workbook on your mindset and all the things that you're telling yourself. And I walk you through this approach to understand how you set goals that get results by working with your brain. I don't know why I need to act it out to work it. And then within this, this program, you also get a one-on-one, -on -one, one hour coaching session with me because I then want to walk you through your own individual brain. I'll talk to you about anchor thoughts. I'll talk to you about building belief and what that looks like. But what we also do is get super clear about your own brain because we need to tailor all your thoughts, your mindset around where your brain is at now. And that comes from knowing how to work with your brain. So that is included, it's 147. Um, and that's it. And I have lots of bonuses because what I want you to do, I want to teach you how to one, like that's your like goals, like your overarching life. We talk about values. We talk about your manual for your life. We talk about it all. My problem is distilling it into two hours. As you know, I just love to talk about this. Oh, amen. All our brains are super special. But that's the problem is that sometimes we don't know how to work and use words that our brains will believe. And so, so our brains will like fight it, will fight our, our, the thoughts and emotions that we are trying to have because our brains don't believe it now. It's confirmation by a psych, from Psych 101. If you're fighting against your brain because you want, you're trying to force your brain to believe something, it's going to do the opposite. 
So you have to get super clear about wiring in thoughts where you're at now. And then we just climb that thought ladder. And I will help you create those thought ladders so that when we're done coaching, you'll know exactly what, like, you'll know how to build belief. You'll, you'll come away with a plan to do it. Okay, I'm so excited. And then um, the other thing, and so like I um, do my, I will walk you through my morning makeover. I give you access to my morning makeover course um, for free. My daily planning, no, my weekly planning. So it's daily, weekly, and then I do a monthly reflection um, on how you're doing. Because what we are doing is staying on top of any thoughts that you are creating unintentionally that will almost impede your goal process. Because we create without realizing it un oh, unintentional thoughts. We create limiting beliefs and automatic negative thoughts if we leave our brain unchecked, right? Because we just pick it up along the way. And so what I want to do with you is to, like, we clear those thoughts. You keep on top of those thoughts. I get so worked up. When I, like people love to clean their homes, right? I mean, I do too, let's be clear here. But we don't clean our brains, which is more important to our lives. So I just want to teach you all of that. So that's in the bonuses. Okay, um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, I had one more question for today. I have all the anxiety and overwhelm or all the overwhelm and anxiety as I have so much to do. What should I do? What recommendations do you have? Oh my gosh. Okay, so what's your brain doing? sweet friend. Like what, where is your brain going? It's like, the thought is I have all the, I have to do all the things. The emotion is overwhelm, right? The action you take from that emotion of overwhelm probably is overreaction. You can see I'm walking you through the tear process right now. Thoughts, emotions, actions, results. So the action you take is probably overreaction. Like I have to do all the things and you're writing lists and then you lose the list and the lists are like out of control and you don't know when you're going to do the work. So, cause here's the deal. Our brains, because of all these cognitive distortions will tell, tell us it'll take so much longer than it'll really take. Or we spend thou a thousand hours, four hours writing lists only to not follow through on that list or to lose that list. So what we understand is if you have the thought, I have all the things, the emotion is anxiety, the action, it could be inaction. You're like, ah, I'm overwhelmed. I'm going to shut down and I'm going to watch Netflix or drink or eat or binge shop, right? That action is like, you're just taking not forward motion action. You're not like, okay, I have all my list and you will learn this in the, um, the plan, the planning, weekly planning, is that I teach you how to create a to-do list for the week on a sheet of paper that you will then tear up because you're going to put it in your calendar. So that so often we don't follow through on our calendar because we're like, yeah, yeah, it's on my to-do list. I'll just do it later. So you will also know how long things take. And here's the deal. I always think things will take 17 hours. Always. It takes like 30 minutes. And if you have a time, what I want to teach you is if you have a time that you have to do it by, 
um, you kind of force yourself to do it in that time. And if it doesn't get done, you will know on your calendar when you'll do it. And so this helps so many people because oftentimes our brains just spin out. That's what our brains are doing in overwhelm. And we have so many thoughts about how we can't get everything done. But if you see that all of your to-do list has a time attached to it, you're going to be able to follow through in a way, or you're gonna be able to manage your mind on the other side. And you're going to start to tell yourself things like, like even though I feel overwhelmed right now, I am figuring it out. And those are those anchor thoughts that you're gonna use. When your brain goes to overwhelm, you're gonna go back to what you want to practice thinking, what you want to use to anchor yourself to the truth. So, so often I'll be like, I'm doing what I need to do to get my stuff done for the day. Or like, I can do this, I'm, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. I know what I need to do and I'm going to follow my plan. It's as simple as that because we have practiced, I suspect so many of us right here have practiced anxiety and overwhelm. We're so, we're so good at it, right? Like we've just practiced it. What if you could practice belief? What if you could practice those thoughts like I'm figuring it out, I'm going to do this. So I offer this to you as a, as a tool to say, like, even if you have the anxiety and overwhelm right now, you can use anchor thoughts in the interim to practice what you want to anchor yourself to the truth, what you want to believe. But it has to be believable. So we say someday I am learning. It's all part of the process. Okay, sweet friends. I almost did it. My 20 minutes is only 25 minutes. I am so grateful for each and every one of you. If you have questions, you guys, I, I go live every Friday with questions about the terror process, um, about cognitive behavioral interventions, um, about my work, my coaching work. Um, send me questions. I love to talk about them. And I will, if you have any other questions about the masterclass, the goals that get results program, please let me know. Okay, have a great and courageous weekend. Happy all holidays, all the things. Okay, you guys all take care. And now I'm going to have to turn two things off at once and figure it out. Have a great one. See ya. And as always, I want to remind you, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you really um, have heard anything on this episode that you're like, wait a minute, you can go to jessicastong.com. You can learn more information about the Courageous Life Society, a group coaching membership that really helps you take all this information and apply it. And also you can get more information about one-on-one -on -one coaching. Thank you so much and have a great and courageous week, everyone.